0: Welcome to the MedEvidence Monday Minute Radio Show, hosted by Kevin Gettings of WSOS St. Augustine Radio and powered by Encore Research Group. Each Monday morning, Dr. Michael Corin calls in to bring you the latest medical updates with insightful discussions. MedEvidence is where we help you navigate the real truth behind medical research with both a clinical and research perspective. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn about the truth behind the data in medicine and healthcare. This is MedEvidence. Dr. Michael Korn joins us every Monday morning, and he's a pretty good rock and roll aficionado. Knows this music pretty much inside and out. I've always found that people are either uh, lovers of the monkeys or they really are not big fans at all. There's like no middle ground. Where where do you land, Doctor?
1: Oh, I like the monkeys. They have a, a fun sound. Actually, one of the more interesting things I read about the monkeys came out in the in a St. Augustine paper recently. Talking about how the the monkeys were touring with Jimi Hendrix in the nineteen sixties. Did, did you read that piece by no, any chance? No. And uh, you can talk about strange bedfellows. <laughs> uh, it, it, you can imagine it didn't go particularly well, since the demographics of the people who followed the monkeys and who followed Jimi Hendrix were quite different. But they actually toured together and actually played together in St. Augustine. So. That that was an interesting piece of medical trivia, uh, a yeah. uh, musical trivia. Excuse me. Before we get to medical trivia, <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: Dr. Michael Korn is with us with Encore Docs. He joins us every Monday morning, and of course, he's very much involved in leading medical research that you can be a part of. You can be a part of clinical trials, get compensated, but more importantly, get access <clears throat> to some leading edge medical care and be a part of the future, which is pretty darn cool. We're going to talk this morning a little bit about heart health issues. Speaking of the monkeys, of course. Uh, Davy Jones, uh, you know, passed away from a heart attack. He was only sixty-six years old and died at uh, in Stewart, Florida, when he suffered that heart attack. Yeah. Now, I don't think that was from congestive heart failure, which is what we wanted to talk about this morning, but it was still a, a heart normal, health well, issue, well, right?
1: Well, rock and roll is tough on the heart, Kevin. <laughs>
0: yeah, no get it. Although they that pig heart for Mick Jagger seems to be doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, he well, he got a as as I understand it a Tavril valve. Which is a valve that now can be put in without open chest surgery. So a great example of medical innovation and how things are advancing. Um, years ago, of course, you had to have your chest cracked open to replace a valve and that would, would, would take you off the stage for many, many, many months. But uh, Jagger had a pretty quick turnaround.
0: Yeah. So we, we've heard this term, you know, for decades. Maybe some of us have had family members that passed away from you know congestive heart failure. You know, help us understand as laymen exactly when we when somebody gets that diagnosis, what's going on inside our bodies?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So just let's break down the term congestive heart failure. So congestive means that your body, particularly your lungs, is filling up with fluid and you become congested. Hmm. And typically you'll have crackles in your lungs and it's difficult to breathe those are the hallmarks, and that's what we mean by congestive. And heart failure sounds really, really ominous, and of course, it's not a good situation, but it basically means that your heart muscle is not doing what it needs to do to meet the needs of your body. Hmm. So you put those together and you get congestive heart failure. And what we learned over the years is that there are different reasons for congestive heart failure, and we actually break it down into two major categories as physicians. One is called congestive heart failure with reduced ejection fraction, or C-H-F-R-E-F, hmm. and there's a congestive heart failure with preserved ejection fraction. And the ejection fraction is a measurement of how well the heart is contracting. So we have some situations in congestive heart failure where the heart muscle is weak, it's just not contracting well, and that's what we call HF-REF, or heart failure with reduced ejection fraction. But there are circumstances where the heart muscle is actually contracting very well, just not efficiently. And we call that PEF for preserved ejection fraction. So uh, your doctor may refer to your congestive heart failure situation with either term, either congestive heart failure with reduced ejection fraction, meaning reduced muscle function of the heart, or heart failure with preserved ejection fraction. So uh, those are one of the important considerations that we think about medically. And then, of course, uh, what it means for a patient is that you can't do as much as you'd like to do because you get short of breath or if you wake up in the middle of the night uh, having difficulty breathing or you have um, struggles with things that you used to be able to do fairly easily. So all these things should uh, uh, should lead to evaluation with a physician and a look at the heart muscle function to make a further diagnosis.
0: Hmm. Uh when you get these diagnoses today versus, say, 20 years ago, uh, is the potential outcome better?
1: Oh, tremendously, tremendously better. So uh, congestive heart failure was equivalent to being diagnosed with cancer 20 or 30 years ago, and now it's quite manageable. And, in fact, some people with congestive heart failure can experience a complete reversal of their symptoms and their underlying disease. So uh, the whole biology of congestive heart failure gets pretty complicated, but one of the ways of thinking about it is it can be triggered by a number of different conditions. It could be hypertension. We call it a hypertensive cardiomyopathy, where over time the heart muscle gets very thick and inefficient because of the effects of blood pressure. It could be related to coronary artery disease, which are blockages in the arteries that can damage the heart or make the heart... uh, operate less well efficiently than it should. It can be related to the heart valves, like Big Jagger, where the valves are either blocked or leaking, and that leads to problems with the heart muscle over time, and many, many other things, a whole laundry list of things that can affect the heart muscle function. So a good physician will help a patient identify the underlying issues and then correct them.
0: Once again, that's Dr. Michael Korn with Encore Docs. Learn more by going to EncoreDocs.com. Speaking of clinical research, if people have a heart condition, including AFib and the like, uh, there are opportunities for them to participate in clinical research with Encore Docs, correct?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, so getting back to the diagnostics of congestive heart failure, uh, one of the issues is to identify problems when they're very early on in their genesis. And uh, this is not only for humanitarian reasons, but quite frankly, it's also for financial reasons because hospitals right now get penalized if they have a patient with congestive heart failure that was in the hospital that needs to be readmitted to the hospital. So hospitals now have a lot of incentives to identify people with congestive heart failure, treat them, and then keep them out of the hospital. So, for example, right now we're working with monitoring devices that people can use. One of the neat monitoring devices that we're using is is fabulous. You basically just talk into your phone. And the phone uses an AI algorithm to determine whether or not things are getting better or worse for you with congestive heart failure. The other thing about uh, research is that you don't need any uh, insurance, uh, medical insurance, or uh, any resources to get involved in our programs because they're provided free of charge. So uh, in a lot of our studies, we'll do an echocardiogram for you to see what the muscle function of your heart is, and that can be extremely helpful. We're also studying some new drugs that we think to be particularly useful. And just a quick note on the on the drugs, currently there are three classes of drugs that are considered the cornerstone of treatment for congestive heart failure. And they all block different enzyme systems or hormone systems. Uh, one of them blocks something called angiotensin II. One of them blocks uh, something called aldosterone. And the third blocks adrenaline, which is a beta blocker. So that is considered the standard of care. But there are many other approaches that we're using right now to help people that have congestive heart failure either with preserved ejection fraction or reduced ejection fraction.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, learn more by, once again, going to dot com, .com. And, of course, on heart health-related issues and all sorts of other health-related issues, there's another great website we want to make you familiar with, MedEvidence.com, MedEvidence.com. And I know, Dr. Corn, we're going to lose you here in a minute, but explain to our listeners uh, what they'll find on that site.
1: MedEvidence. MedEvidence is our platform to share medical information with the world. It's it's geared towards lay people, but uh, physicians are telling me more and more that they enjoy the podcast. And really, what it does is it helps you understand a medical uh, medical situation through dialogue between physicians. So instead of just having a, a position or somebody lecture to you, you actually learn a lot more when you see the give and take between two experts. And we discuss whatever the issue is, and you can see that issue from all sides and get an objective view of how to deal with that issue. So we like to call it uh, the truth behind the data. So instead of going to Google and just getting some information that's trying to sell you something, you'll actually learn about the particular issue and then hopefully be able to make a decision that will benefit you and or your family.
0: Yeah. Great website. Highly recommend it. Uh, In addition to all sorts of content from Dr. Korn, podcasts and the like, uh, there's just great information that you can trust as opposed to just trusting whatever you find on the internet. So go once again to medevidence.com. That's medevidence.com. And if you think you might want to participate in some leading edge medical research, you can do that right here in St. Johns County with uh, offices for Encore Docs at UF Flagler Hospital. Go to or actually right next door to UF Flagler Hospital, EncoreDocs.com. Well, Dr. Corrin, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it, and we'll talk with you again soon. It's always a pleasure, Kevin. Have a great week. Thanks for joining the MedEvidence Podcast. To learn more, head over to MedEvidence.com or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform.